0: All right, before we get started, I want to remind you about our friends over at the McLemore. My buddies and I are headed up there this year for our annual golf trip, and I absolutely cannot wait. The McLemore is a beautiful community resort and golf course just 35 minutes outside of Chattanooga, Tennessee, on Lookout Mountain. Folks, go online to themacklemore.com and check out what a wonderful golf course and other amenities they have up there. Their new clubhouse and bar opened up last fall. Folks, you got to see this place to believe how great it is. The golf course is co-designed by our good friends Bill Bergen and Reese Jones, and our friend and PGA Tour caddy Kip Henley said, outside of Pebble Beach, it's the most beautiful 18th hole he's ever seen. And Golf Digest agreed, oh, by the way, naming it the best finishing hole in America since 2000. See why they're all saying that by checking out the course and the resort online at themaclamore.com. I also want to give a shout-out to our friends over at Two Under. Two under men's performance briefs are the official underwear of the 2021 U.S. Ryder Cup team, the captain and all vice captains. They are worn by more than 30 players on the PGA and Champions Tour. They are also worn by over 70 NCAA Division I colleges and 17 NFL teams. The Joey Pouch technology provides the ultimate male asset management, delivering maximum comfort, fit and performance from the golf course to the boardroom to the bedroom. Find these 200 performance men's briefs in over 4,000 golf pro shops nationwide. All Shields sports stores, PGA Tour Superstore, Golf Galaxy, and other fine retailers near you. Go online to 200.com. That's the number two, Two 200 performance in your pants. Use code on the t 20 for a 20% discount at checkouts. Not valid on items already on sale or NCAA license briefs. And folks, this segment of the show is sponsored by our friends over at TaylorMade and their TaylorMade TP5 and TP5X golf balls. High draw? Check. Low fade? Check. Bump and run? Out of the sand or flop shot? Check, check, and check. No matter what shot you need to pull off, there's one ball that's better for them all, and that's the all-new TP5 and TP5X from TaylorMade. With a newly designed dimple pattern that decreases drag and increases lift, It's the number one ball in golf, no matter the shot. So whether you need to hit it over the trees, under, or even through them, hit TP5 and TP5X, the one ball designed to handle it all. Check them out online at taylormadegolf.com for more information. All right, now next on the tee with me is Brent Dornford. Brent is the brand manager at Old Head Golf Links over in Ireland. And folks, if you're not familiar with Old Head, please go online to oldhead.com to check out what an amazing property this is. I'm sure you're going to be blown away like I was when I first read about it a few years ago. It's a peninsula stretching two miles out and 300 feet above the Atlantic Ocean with a golf course on it. Their tagline on their website is the most breathtaking yards in golf, and that's no exaggeration. Prior to his current role, Brent was a key account manager for Bushnell Performance Optics, and I'm very honored to have him back with me again tonight here on Next on the Tee. Hey, Brent, thanks for coming back on the show.
1: Hey, Chris, no, it's a pleasure and thanks for having me. It's good to, good to hear your voice again on the, uh, uh almost on the other side of this, uh, COVID thing now. Fingers
0: crossed. <laughs> Indeed. So to that end, Brent, we've lived through some crazy, unprecedented times over the last 13 or 14 months. How have you guys been dealing with it over in Ireland?
1: Crazy times, yeah, crazy times um in fact, I suppose timely and indicative of uh, of what we we've kind of been going through is that uh, now I've just literally got back to uh to Ireland from my u k base um where we actually went for a month um some uh, some six or seven months ago um to visit my son and family and actually to pick up a new puppy uh, but uh yeah sure enough, lockdown kind of uh kind of happened on both sides u k and here, so we decided to, yeah, operate from, uh, our, our UK office. We had the team in place over here, uh, doing what they do. Um, and myself and my wife were able to, uh, to kind of keep in touch with them through Zoom as you do. And, uh, yeah, returned to Ireland last Wednesday, but, uh, I'm currently kind of looking out the window at home. We're in a little bit of a quarantine. We had our, our jabs in the uk then we had to get tested we took the ferry and then we we'll get tested again on uh on this coming tuesday um when we'll be released back into the community and uh and head back up to old head um uh, after a long time um so yeah we've kind of obviously been missing it um uh, but as i say we've been in touch and uh and everything everything has been going uh been going well um i suppose to expand on that yeah no last Last season, um, yeah, um, as you know, kind of everywhere went, went lockdown. Come, come March, we would ordinarily open the course in the middle of April, uh, but we were not able to open it until, uh, until actually the end of June. And whereas, um, as you know, Chris, we're predominantly kind of, uh, hosting, uh, international guests, members. And uh, and unfortunately, they weren't able to come because of uh, the the restrictions in place. So we had to completely uh, re-strategize and uh, and see what we could do to make the season as as interesting as possible business-wise and uh, and to fill our tea times and uh, and the new suites uh, that we
0: built. Talk about where we're at now. I know you, you mentioned a moment ago local membership and that sort of thing. You guys are just starting to open back up to them. Talk about that, and then when do you expect that the international, not only just your international members, but the rest of us that are dying to get over there and play the course again? When do you think we'll have that opportunity?
1: Yeah, no, we can't wait for that to happen. Um, and yeah, sure enough, it's absolutely correct. We we were able to to open up um, this last week uh, to local members of, of which there are only a number, uh, to be honest, because we're we're a, an international club. Um, we do have some lucky uh, lucky. Domestic members, um, of whom pretty much all of them were playing yesterday. There were, there were 20 people on the golf course. Um, I guess that's, that's kind of an incredible experience for them. Um, it's kind of a car park golf, if you like. We can't open up any of the other facilities. Um, so it's literally rock up and play, but, um, no, they, they had a, they had a beautiful day to, to do it. Um, beyond, beyond that. Um, we are allowed to open up to uh, to non-members from from May the 13th, uh, but again, there's going to be a lack of kind of international traffic. Um, so what um, that's enabled us to do is to kind of open up our t sheets um, from from the bookings that we had in place, which which would. Always be kind of international to give you an idea before we start in a normal season where we're pretty much every tea time is booked out and every sweet night is booked out. Um, and that would have been the same for this year, but as, as the regulations kind of hung in there, sure enough, people have had to kind of postpone and move on, um, thus freeing up times. So the same as last year, Chris, we, we opened up to the, the domestic market, the Irish domestic golfers from, uh, from the north downwards. And, um, who were absolutely delighted to, to have the opportunity to play old head. And, um, from when we opened in June last year through to October, which is when we'd normally shut anyway, every, uh, every spot was taken by a, by a, an Irish golfer and every sweet night was taken by golfers, non-golfers, actually people just coming to actually stay in the suites with their views. Across the Atlantic and to kind of dine in the restaurants and use the spa facilities. So, um, you yeah, know, with that said, we can open up the the suites on June the 2nd this year. So I would say we're going to have a little bit of a repeat in terms of like domestic play, um, until we would hope come July, August, um, uh, we'll start to see the return. I mean, there's still. Still eyes to be dotted by the kind of Irish government, but we're hoping to see kind of, it'll be an initial slow return, um, to international play from July onwards, but we would certainly hope to see, um, some of our, our members who we miss very much, um, coming over from, uh, well, predominantly the US, but also other European countries. Um, so they can at least get to play a, a little bit this season and then, uh, yeah god willing we'll be we'll be back to uh to normality next year uh, things are things are certainly going in the right direction as we know, although I kind of obviously feel the pain of uh of some of the countries out there um that are that are really suffering still but uh, I think the u s and Europe have kind of getting it together
0: so Brent, have you been able to you know keep the course up to your standards and the expectation of your members? I'm sure revenue had to be way down because of the pandemic and, and the travel restrictions. How have you guys been able to keep everything sort of going to the level that you would expect once you open back up?
1: Yeah, I mean, we're very fortunate in terms of the, the Irish government have been very supportive of, of industry and the golf industry, uh, as a whole, uh, to be honest. So we've, we've been able to, uh, to access um, subsidies um, that have helped us be able to pay our staff, so we keep our even though we would shut the course at the end of October and open it in the middle of April, we would always in an, in normal times keep our greenkeepers on uh, to maintain the course throughout the winter and uh, to ensure that it's up to kind of expectations beyond expectations um, when we open in April, and, and thankfully we were still able to do that. Um, including making a couple a couple of tweaks as we always do, polishing the diamond as we call it. We've made a couple of changes to the course um over over the winter period. Um, including kind of extending um the 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 tenth hole dunker, which is kind of a par five. We we extended that by eighty yards and elevated the green site. Um the hole now measures four hundred and thirty yards to 550 yards but again it's just a a beautiful uh green site now overlooking the kind of ocean it's an it's an inland hole one of our inland holes but you you get views across across the ocean still um and that worked well well ron kirby um who kind of headed up our original design team um probably the fittest mid-80 year old that you would ever wish to meet he was able to kind of work with uh Jim O'Brien, our general manager and, uh, Neil DC, our head greenkeeper and Danny Brazil, our, uh, director of golf, um, just giving the appropriate instructions as to, uh, as to what to do with the hole in terms of the, the bunkering and, and the green itself and some beautiful changes to the, uh, to the tee as well and entrance to that tee. And so, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be, uh, we'll be very happy to see our members faces when they kind of walk through that new entrance and, uh, and enjoy playing the new hole.
0: So how do you extend a hole by 80 yards on a property that's a peninsula? It's not, it seems seems impossible to do. There's not like new ground opening up on, on a peninsula that stretches two miles out. How do you do that?
1: Yeah, no, good point, good point. Um, but there is, I mean, it's 220 acres. So in between holes and without any crowding, each hole very much, um, feels individual. You know, you don't uh, impacting on any other hole in doing that. And I guess it's down to kind of clever design and that uh that kind of acreage that that allows us to do that. Um it's just yeah again I guess the genius of, of Ron Kirby and the team that we we have on board um to utilize the space fully uh but also to make sure that each hole is its own piece of artwork, if you like. Uh yeah, no, it's, it's, it's 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 clever stuff.
0: And, Brent, for those folks who weren't with us last time, talk about the history of Old Ed, because it's a very interesting one, complete with castles and moats and drawbridges. Talk about that piece of property and what the history of it is.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I always compare it to kind of just a whole number of, of stars kind of aligning um, in a, a kind of one in a million, one in a billion um circumstance if you like. It was uh it was the two brothers, uh Patrick and John O'Connor, uh, who were born in Kerry, um, to an Ar- Irish farming family, um, who kind of upon selling the farm moved up to uh Dublin with their family. Um, so from a, a, a modest background, but two very, very clever, uh, dynamic kind of individuals who then went off to do their thing in, uh, in London as was, uh, as was kind of the nature of kind of Ireland at the time. A lot of talented people would leave, uh, whether it be to the US or to the kind of UK mainland. Um, Patrick and John kind of, um, kept their Kerry roots, but, but lived over there, but would, but would visit, um, Kerry. Every so often, um, with their friends, they actually built a, a, home there for their kind of father, their mother, having sadly passed away. So they would visit him and, and, do some rough shooting. Um, it was on one of those visits actually in, in kind of 19, 1989, um, when they were kind of returning back to London that, um, from Cork Airport that, uh, that their flight was, was fogged in. Um, so rather than kind of visit the pub, they said, well, should we go and have a look at the, the old head headland? Um, that's been on the market for kind of five years. Like John had been speaking of the headland with, uh, Paul Mulcahy, who was the MD of Waterville Golf Club. Um, Patrick wasn't so familiar with it. I think John secretly had it in mind that he was going to do something kind of crazy, um, stroke sort of magical and, and had a golf course in mind. Patrick wasn't really privy to this. Uh, but anyway, they were, he was persuaded to go there. They went, um uh, with actually the, the broker, Dominic Daly, to go and look at this land, uh, which, as I say, had been on the market for five years. Um, it was, it was farmland at the time owned by, uh, Michael Roach, um, the local farmer who's still alive. Lovely, lovely man, uh, just lives down the road. It passed on, the headland had passed on from generation to generation. Uh, but, uh, People, because of the beauty of the headland crisp, people were, were kind of trespassing on the land with their dogs and Michael was keeping livestock on there and, and over the years, unfortunately, lost a lot of that livestock due to kind of being chased off, it's quite sad, chased off the edge of the cliff by whether it was people walking their dogs or they were scared of the people walking themselves, the trespass, if you like, so he'd had enough, put it on the market. And uh, and so there it was to be to be viewed by the boys with uh, with Dominic Daly showing them around. I think as soon as Patrick walked through the kind of ancient gateway, he just said, uh, how, "How how much is it? Uh, how much is this, Dominic?" And uh, it was actually it was the older currency at the time, the Irish punt, the kind of sterling or pound equivalent, if you like. And uh, it was just over two hundred thousand punts. I mean. Don't get me wrong. There were a lot more punts sunk into, sunk into the headland after that. But, uh, Patrick just said, look, even if we charge people to come and just do a walk on here, let's, uh, let's get it. So they did it. They kind of pretty much did the, did the deal, um, there and then. And, uh, so that was going back to, to 89. The course actually opened in 1997. So there was a lot of kind of, uh, a lot of other stars aligning during that period of time in between, um, that, that resulted in it becoming what it is now, old head golf link. And uh and it was John uh who really had the drive uh to do that. He was um yeah a really unique um individual uh with astonishing drive, astonishing vision. Um sadly John passed away in uh, in in twenty thirteen but uh yeah he was just a, a unique individual. I did get to meet him. Um, over, over a number of years, thankfully. And, uh, yeah, just, just amazing, amazing what he did. The kind of, uh, yeah, the people that they met on the, uh, on, on the journey to, to creating, um, Oldhead, if you like, and the designers involved, whether it was, uh, yeah, I mean, it was a series of designers, uh, Patrick Merrigan, who was involved with Eddie Hackett at Waterville was involved. Liam Higgins, the pro at Waterville, was involved. Um, Joe Carr, um, who was kind of Ireland's most successful amateur golfer and former captain of the R and A. He he was involved. Um he's yeah, again, another amazing kind of individual. And uh and then finally it was kind of Ron Kirby who who brought it uh all together, who was Jack Nicholas, uh well John still John sorry, Ron still Still living, thankfully, as I say, the thickest kind of octogenarian that you would ever, ever wish to meet. Um, he was over designing Mount Juliet and, um yeah. Patrick and, uh, and John went to meet him and, uh, and Ron came to look at the, uh, at the headland and he said, uh, hey, I'd, 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 I'd love to do this, um, this, this, this course design for free. And, and Patrick and John was, was like, looked at each other and he says, uh, but unfortunately I can't live on air. So he ended up, uh, yeah, but he did do it for an amazing, amazing, amazing deal. But yeah, lovely man, incredible man.
0: And Brent, uh, you mentioned the beauty of the property. And and uh, I have to imagine you've got to have some pace of play issues because for people who aren't locals, I got to imagine there are pictures being taken, selfies being taken. I mean, from every Vista, that you have available from just about every key green outside of the time when you've only got 20 uh, local members playing right now. I mean, people got to be snapping pictures left and right. I imagine it's a six-hour round of golf because you just can't, you can't not stop and look and see what there is to to view. I mean, it's got to be amazing. Do you have to kind of, you know, get people out there, just kind of give them a gentle nudge like, all right, guys, gals, we, we need to move along here. This round is now five and a half hours old and you're on 13.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. I can imagine, um, yeah, our director of golf, Danny Brazel, shuddering at the thought of the six-hour round. Um, <laughs> but no, what we do, um, which is quite um, quite unique again, is we allow 15-minute um, kind of T-slots, which just gives people a, a bit more kind of level of comfort. And we, we absolutely acknowledge that... Um, That they're going to want to take pictures and, and, you know, kind of put, put images to the, to, to the lifetime memories that they're going to have as they go around the course. And they're not, they're not certainly not, they're not pushed around, but we have a team of guys. Danny has a team of guys just, just monitoring, if you like, not pushing, just kind of coaxing, just, just encouraging a nice, relaxing pace of play. Uh, but, but just so everybody can enjoy it. And I think those 15 minute tea times kind of enable that and, and everybody is coming off, um, with smiling faces, some amazing pictures and sometimes slightly wind windswept, sometimes slightly sunburned. But, uh, yeah, no, we, we kind of, we want everybody to enjoy it. We recognize that not everybody is kind of lucky enough to be able to play them more than once. Sometimes it's a once in a lifetime kind of bucket list thing and we want them to have the, uh, the best time ever. And uh, and that's that's what we strive to do. Whether it's on the golf course or in the clubhouse or in the restaurants, that's kind of our thing is to, is to create the ultimate uh, the ultimate golf experience.
0: Brent, after the last time you were on the show, and, a, and another great friend of the show and a guy who listens regularly is former PGA Tour caddy Andy Leno. And Andy and a group of his friends went over and visited Old Head, I believe, back in 2018, and. I guess after he heard the, heard you on the show, he wanted to immediately come back on and share his experience playing there, and he absolutely raved about the golf course and um what the experience was like. Talk about some of the the good weather and the bad weather what what you guys experience out there on a peninsula into the Atlantic Ocean in Ireland what's it like all the time
1: yeah, yeah, no certainly we can we can have those we can have those uh Those days where it's, where it's windy, but, um, we have, we have a number of tees. I mean, from the ladies tees through to the, to the, the blacks, the course measures, um, yeah, just, just under 5,500 yards to just over 7,100 yards. So in between that, we can kind of play the tees, um, according to the, to the conditions, um, if you like. So, and again, people will kind of, I think some of the, the windier weather is almost slightly more authentic. Uh, if you like, people like to come and play in that lengthy Irish yeah. kind of in, same in Scotland and kind of, kind of enjoy it and the crashing, the crashing ocean below. Uh, but we can have flat, calm, benign days. In fact, I took, took advantage with a, with a friend, um, just before we opened last summer. Um, it was absolutely benign and, uh, we kind of took off. Um from down the road, um the name of the pub is the speckled door. It's where kind of all the workers who originally built the course, there were no facilities here, would go there and lunch and drink and so on and so forth. So we took off from there in our kayaks and we went around the headlands and went around the lighthouse. And, and what we did, Chris, it was, it was so cool. We actually, there's caves that run underneath the headlands. So the narrowest part of the headlands. There's caves that run all the way through from one side to the other, and uh we actually and it was a three hour commitment but we kayaked underneath the old head um flat calm day um, multitudes of birds i mean that's the thing is again all the kind of the wildlife um that you get around the headlanders is stunning um we saw dolphins we could saw seals uh yeah so to see wow. to see the course from the uh from the from the ocean side was uh yeah Again, for me, lifetime memorable. And, and that was me taking lots of snaps then. But no Danny Brazzle pushing me along or nudging me along.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Brent, just a couple more before I let you go. And Last time you talked about how many of the tour players uh, come over following the Open Championship to play the golf course. Are you expecting those guys to take the short plane ride over after this year's Open Championship?
1: Yeah, I, w- I, w- I very much hope so. Um, I and mean, Keith Pelly, um, who kinda heads up the the European tour is a very a very good friend um uh, of ours. Um my kind of son plays plays a bit of golf with his son and we catch up when we're in London and Keith's a big fan um uh, of Old Head and we love having him here and, and I'm sure that he's 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 probably gonna bring along a few players. Um, like I said, it was back in July nineteen ninety nine that we had uh well you know, the story I think we covered it last time when we had uh Tiger Woods um, David Duval uh, Marco Mira was here Payne Stewart uh, may rest in peace was, was here um, Lee Janssen and Stuart Appleby so uh, yeah we've got nobody kind of chat to come now but I'd, I'd, I'd probably be more surprised if they didn't because you know the, the the noises are out there and I know that uh, Keith tells me that a lot of the players who he's constantly working with the players really really want to get over so uh, no and they'd be super welcome um uh, it's, it's cool to see uh whether it's a professional or kind of amateur or a member bringing his guests for the first time just to see the look on anybody's face um and i can't wait to see the look on your face chris when you come over it would be great to have you over as i said as soon as you can um uh, just to see it for the first time it's, it's just yeah there's no better feeling
0: well first of all i can't wait and as i said to you after last time um the course is right at the top of my bucket list. And my next guest, Evan Schiller, has done an amazing job of coming over there and taking pictures of the course. Talk about your experience working with Evan and the pictures that he was able to get of Old head when he was there.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. No, Evan's a good friend. become a good friend over the years. So we were in touch. Uh, I think it was three three four years ago um that he came over and uh no, we subsequently met up again at the uh at the pga show and um went to uh we actually went to an orlando magic game with the uh publisher of the book um bill green i'll maybe tell you a bit about um, bill who who's another good friend in in a bit and uh but no when evan came over yeah i know he's He's one of the guys who's got the talent. to, uh, I mean, it's never the same as actually being here, but certainly Evan is of the caliber that he does as much justice as you can possibly do to the to the beauty of the course. And uh, certainly there'll be there'll be many many of his pictures uh, featuring um, within within Old Head, the story, the book that uh, that we'll be bringing out for our kind of 25th anniversary uh, next year, which is kind of well underway. Uh, now, which kind of encapsulates a lot of what I've told you there, plus, plus, plus a whole lot more on, uh, on what brought it into, uh, into being. And so the story kind of is there to be read, but, but just stunning imagery kind of, uh, from front to back, um, including a lot of, a lot of Evans. Uh, no, good guy. No, say hi, say hi from me when you, when you, when you speak to him. And I, I own a call. And uh hopefully it won't be too long until he comes here again. Dave Cannon is an is another um he's actually one of our members. He's another um photographer. I know he's got a book on uh Servi Balasteros uh coming coming out uh shortly. But uh yeah, as a member he comes over, there's quite a few of his images that we'll be using using in the book uh also. And also um Brian Morgan, um he's another member who's a who's a photographer. These photographers come and they join. Tal he should be joining. <laughs> that's, that's cool actually isn't it? It, is, it is quite cool now you think about it. the photographers come and, come and take pictures and then they join
0: <laughs> that's yeah. A good well, sign. I, I got to imagine that's, that happens quite a bit not just with the photographers but you get somebody on that property one time I, I you know as you mentioned earlier it's it's a trip of a lifetime and maybe it is a once in a lifetime opportunity to get out there and play but I have to imagine when you are talking to folks and they get the full experience of being there that's gotta be really good for membership because I can't imagine that once you're there you you don't you don't wanna say to yourself, Yeah, well this is the only time I'm ever gonna get to do this. You gotta get a lot of repeat yeah. members from from that from the time they step foot on the property.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. And uh no, I'll go back to that so, so Bill Green, who's uh he's kind of the CEO of uh, of Legendary Publications, who uh who again um is is a good friend and a good friend of of Evans. Um so he came over when we decided that that's who we were gonna work with to uh to 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 print the book um if you like he came over and um uh, it was a couple of summers ago Bill's based in uh in Columbus Ohio So he flew over and uh it was he uh myself and and patrick o'connor who uh who played a few holes um Bill this had a had a long journey. Obviously it was just a case of getting a bit of fresh air, so we just decided that we play four holes. So uh on the fourth hole, which is called the Razor's Edge, which um the green site is down at the bottom, right at the bottom of the lighthouse, if you like. And um I'd, these gannets were literally crashing into the ocean just at the back of the uh of the of the green, like a real commotion. And then, uh, so there was obviously a big shoal of fish there. And so we're kind of, we stopped and we're, and we're watching this happen. And then from below the surface, these dolphins, like a pod of dolphins was was coming up and getting, getting, I guess it was kind of mackerel from below, gannets from above, mackerel from below. So I think, uh, yeah, complete, well, sensory overload for all of us, but particularly Bill. He said, uh, Brent, when you told me this course was uh was amazing. I think that's the biggest understatement that I've ever heard anybody say. It was, uh, yeah, no, yeah. 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 No, yeah. Very, very cool.
0: Well, Brent, before I let you go, let our listeners know how they can stay up to date with what's going on at Old Head and then really start to get a feel for it because your website's fantastic. A lot of great videos on there really kind of give you a, a feel for what the property looks like. Let them know about that and how, how they can also Follow you guys on social media.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And thank you for that. Um, yeah, so we're at, um, www.oldhead.com. uh, dot com and, um, you can find us on Facebook, on Instagram and also LinkedIn. So there's kind of constant updates. We're, we're doing a bit of stuff with, uh, like I say, every facet of the business we kind of want to excel in at the moment. We're doing a few things with kind of, uh, Michelin. Um, as in the Michelin guide, Um so there's a few updates on what we're doing there in terms of our, our restaurants and uh, and the suites where we're making investments. So yeah, no, that's there to be found, and of course, a few teases on the golf to encourage encourage everybody over as well.
0: Well, Brent, it's always a pleasure to uh, get to spend some time with you. Thanks for coming back and updating us on everything that's going on at Old Head. Like I say, it's definitely on the top of my bucket list. To see and play for sure, hopefully we get the opportunity to do that real soon. In in between now and then, stay safe, my friend. All the best to you and your family.
1: Yeah, you too. Yeah, and likewise to your family. And thanks again, Chris, for the opportunity. It's great to chat. And um, let's keep in touch and get you over here as uh, soon as we can.
0: I can't wait, my friend. I appreciate that very much. Looking forward to next time. Stay safe. All the best in your family. We'll catch up soon.
1: Yeah, likewise. Take care. Cheers, Chris
0: that is the great brent dornford and again the site is oldhead.com folks brent is fantastic which is you just heard right he's a great guy and the course is absolutely going to be on the top of your bucket list like it's on mine once you go online and check it out for yourself if you're not aware of it already